Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Do you know that Christianity is stuck? You know what it's called? All through the ancient times and even as, as far as the kingdom is concerned, actually in the kingdom, Christianity is the great confession. If a Christianity cannot declare who you are, it's not Christianity. You cannot declare who Jesus is, it's not Christianity. You cannot declare what he has done for you, it's not Christianity. It's a religion. You are playing games. <laughs> You should understand that in the first place, what qualifies you was that there came a conviction in your heart. How? You believed in your heart. And believing talks. Believing speaks. Otherwise, it's not believing. So since we have the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believe, so I spoke. We also believe, and so we speak. And that's why you believe in your heart the Lord Jesus, and you confess with your mouth. That's where the victory lies. It's not enough to say I'm a Christian. You're also a silent Christian. Nobody should know you're a Christian. No wonder the devil will keep on telling you you are not. And not that. You, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you, can't. you keep quiet and let him run, run you all over. God forbid in the name of Jesus. Tell anybody I'm a child of God. If they're looking at you, say, oh my shit, don't worry. Oh my shit. Shape The question is, shape you are the one that kept me from since I was born today. Then that very statement is the last you are going to make. Because God will now prove to you that you made a mistake. You are looking for the truth. You now know from this. From tonight! In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Quickly, Exodus chapter 34 verse 10. But I know that somebody, the days of your shame are over. In the name of Jesus, your expectations shall never be cut off. Oh, yeah, in the name of Jesus. That's why I say we shall see. Ah, it is you now that we see. Because you see what God will do with them. Verse And he said, God said, Behold, I make a covenant before all your people. And I will do marvels. Behold, I make a covenant. Before all your people, I will do marvels. Such as have not been done in all the earth. No, in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see. God is not about to hide what he will do. They shall see the work of the Lord. For it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. I won't take too much time on the context as it were. But you know the story. God in his own magnanimity was giving them the laws. And he had spoken with Moses face to face. And they had given him the ten commandments on two tablets. And while he was there, 
they had made for themselves calves. Come on, remember? And they were worshipping, yeah, the God of gold, calves. And uh, God saw it from above. And he measured it to Moses. And they made some suggestions. But when Moses came down and saw, he was so disappointed that he broke the tablets. That was the state they were. Of course, there were repercussions. Then we got into chapter 33. Then the Lord said to Moses, because of the wrong choices of the people and the consequences of choices, is that why you think I will terminate my own vision? Of course not. So God said to him there, Depart and go up from here. 33.1 You and the people whom you have brought out of it. Of course. The moment God started speaking that way, Moses knew that there were, I mean, it wasn't good. It was still troublesome. Why would God be telling Moses, you use your people, your people you brought, your, your people whom you brought, Moses, me brought. Yeah. How? When I knew you brought them out by your mighty hand. So he knew there was trouble. So by the time God finished that, I'm, I'm see, God is wonderful. It's a mystery. It's only by the Holy Ghost. Through the Lord Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit, otherwise we can never know God the Father. He said, um, out of the land of Egypt, to the land which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying to your descendants, I will give them. You swore to them in a covenant that you will give to them, and it was Moses that brought them out with his own power. If of course it's not true. And I will send my angel before you. See, Moses, See, the people you have brought, please continue with them. I will send my angel before you do. Moses still didn't forget that. You said I brought them out. And I will drive out the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. So go up to a land, play with me, and everything looks good. But remember how I started. Your people whom you brought out. No, they are not Moses' people. A lot of times when God gives us position, we assume that we are the owners. No. You are not the owner. Pastor Tawo does not own fountain. I have not been able to save a soul. As a matter of fact, it's for identification and for purposes of administration in the kingdom. That's why I can say, Nomt is my wife. Oh, yes. Jim is my son. Tully is my daughter. Yes. But let's face it. They are children of God. You are a mere caretaker. Everything this side. Why do I feel alone? Because uh, I talk to me, I feel alone. God is the source of everything and is the owner of everything. And that's why we bless you while you are here. Then make the best of it and glorify God with it. Your husband, your wife, your children, your position. Some say, my church your church. No wonder you died on the cross for them. No, it's amazing. We are caretakers. So he noticed that there was something wrong there. So the whole of that chapter really, because that's the way I'm going because of my time. Uh, Moses has to say, <laughs> let me even say what he said. Uh-huh. 
Go up to the left where you can only, for I will not go up in your midst, lest I consume you on the way, for you are stiff and uh, uh, you are in the stiff naked people. And when the people heard this bad news, and they mourned, and no one put his own, on, I mean, the people themselves began to you know, feel remorse about it. For the Lord has said to Moses, said to the children of Israel, You are stiff naked people. That was what they heard that affected them. Moses heard you are the owner, and he heard stiff naked people, and he heard I won't go among you. Yeah. Now, therefore, take off your ornaments. Uh, so, for the Lord has said to Moses, say to the children of Israel, you are still like people like who come in your midst in one moment and consume you. Now, therefore, take off your ornaments that I may know what to do to you. So, the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by Mount Horeb. You see? So, Moses took his tent, you know, you know the rest of the story. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar, verse 9, of cloud descended on and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses, verse 9, verse 10 now. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing in the tabernacle door, and all the people rose and worshipped each man in his tent door. Then, so the Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend, and he will return to the camp, but his servant Joshua will remain here. Yes. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you said to me, Bring up these people. He didn't say, My people. But you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I found grace in your sight, show me your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. They are yours. And he said, my presence will go with you. Now, that's the much I'm going to take. And the rest of the story, it was Moses entreating God that, no, you can't. Why will I? I, would, I dare not go. In fact, I said to a place, if you don't go with us, we're not living. You know, I mean. So, 34. That was what they were saying that led to this. I mean, this. That in verse, uh, yeah. Then Moses asked some questions that show me, uh, show me your glory, Remember? And that was now led to where God hid him in the cleft of the, the, cleft of the rock. And, you know, uh, then he saw his grace, his goodness, and all his goodness passed before him. 34, and the Lord said to Moses, go to tablets. That was what was happening until we got to verse 10. And in verse um, 9, we heard Moses saying again, if now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray, go among us, even though we are a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us as your inheritance. So you can see the context. So verse 10. Verse 10, God answered and said, Behold, I make a covenant with you. That was when Moses knew that God has to, oh yeah, God has changed his mind. I make a covenant with you. So know the word covenant with you. Before all, you, before all your people, I will do marvels. Hello? I will do marvels, such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord. See the work of the Lord, for it's an awesome thing that I will do with you. So I just speak the word marvel quickly because of our time. Hallelujah! Now you see the way God does things. You can see where they were. They made their choices, and they were living the consequences of their choices. And the consequences was that you eliminated God, you eliminated God from the affair. And God, you can go ahead. I will not, I've not changed what I'm going to do, but go ahead, but I'm not going to be part of it. But go ahead. God, if I'm not going to be part of what I'm going to do, no matter how good it is, how do I succeed? Now, when God will respond, after this much entreat, I mean, uh, Moses coming and entreating him, he said, you know what? I'm making a covenant, and I will do marvels. 
When God comes, it comes extra. The thief comes over to a key to see to destroy but I'm come that you may have what life and have a help. More. That's God. So I looked at the word mother. He said, I will do wonderful things. Because he's strong. You can read it up, you can check it at home. I will do extraordinary things. I will do things which naturally are the most difficult things to achieve. See God. And that's why, in line with the fact that it's a month of supernatural wonders. We shall see wonders. I say in the name of Jesus, we shall see wonders. Even if you have failed, God is bouncing you back in such a way that the world will marvel in the name of Jesus. I say supernatural wonders. He says, look at it. He says, frequently, this signifies the wondrous works of God, especially his deliverance and judgment. And then in that same explanation, he said, and then it alludes to the fact that nothing is too extraordinary for God to do. Say, this will take a miracle. Nothing can be too miraculous for God to do for his own. Yeah. Is somebody hearing me here tonight? I, I was thinking of this and just believing God for grace to be able to deliver his heart. When he said to me there, he said, tell someone here that you will not be ashamed. He said, tell somebody here that his or her expectation will not be cut off. In the name of Jesus, it will not. And that's why I said, when I, when I speak, I speak as a covenant keeping God. Otherwise, he won't speak at all. It's just who he is. He said, I'll make a covenant with you. And before your people, I will do marvels. <laughs> yeah. Glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. So I began to look at this and it kind of thrilled me, sincerely. I looked at it and said, is it because... Pastor Tyler, wait a minute. You guys like to take some things that belong to Israel and they apply it to everybody. All right, I'm sorry. But let me say this to you quickly. They were human beings and he was God. And that establishes, because I see it after that everywhere in the Bible, where God was dealing with people. He deals with people. He always he dealt with them and he still deals with people in covenant manner. And it was the same thing that he did then, he still doing today. So fine, they may be children of Israel, but what makes it interesting is that they, are, they were covenant children of God, the only ones on earth. There were people, but they were the only covenant people. My question is this, is there a covenant people on earth today? That's just the question. Forget Old Testament, New Testament, don't let anybody confuse you. Be mindful of the God you serve and the terms of reference with which you engage God and engage Jesus, that's all. And chief is the fact that it's only through Jesus Christ. So I looked at it from that context. I know what I realized that this is just the way God does things with people. If God will come to you, there are no half measures. If God will intervene in your situation, there are no half measures. It's either it comes fully or it doesn't come at all. I feel the fire. 
I feel the fire. Again, time will permit me. I'm closing. Because what I just said is this. That's what it does. So the battle of perspective now come to play here. So when God does what he does, he says works. That's from God's perspective, from kingdom perspective, from heavenly perspective, but from earthly, from the earth's perspective, there are wonders. But from there, it's just what he normally will do. That's just him. If God will get involved in your life, there will be wonders. See, salvation itself is the miracle of miracles. Those who are not Christians, who are vast in the world religions, are still wondering. It's like the madness and the craziness of Christianity. They cannot understand. And the little ways that God shows them is when they want to deal with you and they cannot. And their best tools cannot get you off. Then they, they look at you. Well, there's something there. I was wondering, I was looking at this. John chapter 10, quickly. Just, I'm just doing clips there so that we can just run. John 10, look at 32. From verse 32, quickly. 32, John 10 from 32. John 10, 32. Jesus answered them, many good works I have shown you from my father. For which of these works do you stone me? Remember I saying works. 33. Then the Jews answered him saying, for, good, for a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy. And because you being a man, make yourself God. That's it. It's an issue when you say I'm a child of God. Jesus never said I'm God, but he only says I'm the son, I'm the son of God. I said my heavenly father. And they will get angry. It's a revelation. Jesus answered them and said, oh no, go back to 33. Jesus answered, answered him saying, for a good work, oh no. the Jews answered him saying, for a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy and because you being a man, make yourself God. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I said, you are God's. Oh no. He's calling himself God. He's calling them gods. They are going to have fire. Please swallow your ignorance. We are not saying they are almighty. No. We are not saying you are capital G-O-D. Jesus told them. He said, haven't you read? Is it not written in your law? Even the legalistic people. That you are gods. So, what's your problem? You want to stone me because you say, you claim that I'm saying that. I'm the son of God. Huh? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, because they had the word, that is the hadith, that is the hadith, um, H-A-D, like you have the word. Mm-hmm. And the scripture cannot be broken. Do you, do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I am the son of God? This is an issue. I'm not just speaking an issue of it, out of it. It is what he actually means. 
covenant. Do you see a few? Yeah. Next, 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 next. If I do not do, help me read it. What? Do not believe me. Go ahead. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe what? The works. But what were the works? The blind saw. The lame walked. The poor were being attended to. The message of hope was being preached. Dead were being raised up. There were miraculous works. There were wonders. Side of heaven. But there were works. As far as our base is concerned. Works. So when he said, I will do marvels, you can see that that's his nature, that's his character, that's what he does in covenant settings. Time will not permit me. John, to, John 14, verse 12. John 14, 12. Most assuredly, Jesus was speaking here. I said to you, he who believes in me, hello, someone read the next one. And so as far as this is concerned, what are the works that he was doing? Everything that will bring about redemption and salvation and restoration of the lost humanity. Come on. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Hello. If you remember. Those are the things that define the works. So when he was saying that, behold, I will do marvels. Wonders. And I was, I quickly turned and I said, okay, was there a fulfillment of this before, before your people that would do wonders? He said, yes. The next move, Jordan was opened. The next move, the captain of hosts stood before him face to face and they spoke. The next move, the next thing, Jericho, no man had ever conquered Jericho came down by itself. Wonders! Still wonders. Remember what? What was the name of that greedy, selfish man in Jericho that destroyed himself and his family? Achan. Achan, again, became so selfishly, willful, against the will of God and brought trouble on himself and his family and caused some trouble for them in I. Remember the story? But even then, wonders, he told the son to stop. Wonders, he said, Moon, the men in the valley of Ajalan. Wonders, all the kings in confederacy wiped them out like that. Wonders, I will do wonders. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so much for that. Let's come back here. Come on, Ephesians 2. You were dead in your trespasses. You were enemies of God. But now, you are covenant children of God. Any covenant child in the house? Any true child of God in the house? Then you are not just qualified for wonders. Wonders is your inheritance. No, but it's true. It's true. Mean to hear Jesus say, if you believe the works that I do, you will do also. It wasn't saying you will sweep the floor. That, was a, that wasn't what he was referring to. 
When saying you wipe the car in the morning, no, that was very funny. You know? He was talking of works that the physical cannot do. That takes only the spirit realm to bring to pass. Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> Hallelujah. I say praise the Lord. Now, it's very easy. If I come to say, I say, ah, I heard something interesting today. I say, what's that? Can you imagine Dan Gucci telling his son that I will make you one of the richest person in your time? I said, I heard one just today. Dan Gucci told his son. He said, I will make you one of the richest that live in your generation. Will it be difficult for you to believe? No, talk to me. Why will you doubt it? Begins told his daughter, said, because of things you've learned and because of what I'm going to leave to you, you'll be one of the richest in your generation. Amen. Will you doubt it? Now you believe your gifts and dangote. What about you? What about me? And God, out of the riches of his glory, I'm a child of God. Signs and wonders follow me. There are certain situations in my life I describe to my wife, I discuss it with my staff when we're in the lighter mood. I say, Remember this, 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 this. People looked at me and marveled. That was God. So, can I be frank with you? It didn't cross my mind. I didn't know what to do. The things fell into place. And at the end, they said, Ah! That man. There's a song we sing here, right? Only. Lati Martin. seen anyone like this covenant keeping God. He sees you can't do it. He moves in to help you. He does it without your input. Then he steps back and no one is shouting your name and is looking at you. He's not angry. He's waiting to do it again and again. The only thing he needs from you, believe that when you're in trouble, he'll be there to help you. Number two, and when it's done, even if you cannot say before everybody, lift your hand and say, Modupe. Nagode. Imela Baba. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Believe and be grateful. That's all. Siabunga. Ah, no, that's God. Tell me, remind me, Jesus. Jesus. Ah, yeah. Jesus. Jesus. 
Si la ah. Hey, hear me! If what you have is the most minimum of minimum, employ the two rules. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Never be drunk with wine, wine, etc. But be filled with the Spirit. You will know the will of God. So, the gospel in your heart. Believing becomes easy. Thanksgiving becomes your lifestyle. Watch this, Jesus. Watch your future. Watch your life. I've seen it all. I sat here, I remember my father, my earthly father, I remember my mother, my earthly mother. Ladies and gentlemen, there were days we had nothing to eat. I'm telling you. My daddy will send me for OD in the bank to pay secondary school fees. I'll be praying that God, please, hear my daddy's prayer so that the bank manager will give some money. Listen, so you probably say your father was never rich. So now the world knows that I answered his prayers. I'm talking to someone here today. The last of you has not been heard. You are the child of God. can tell me otherwise. Let me tell you this. We are going to do things in the modern ways. We are going to do things with excellence. As much as we can, but it does not change the rules and the laws and the principles of the kingdom. It doesn't change the principles of the kingdom. We're preaching the same old message, which is the same yesterday, today, and forever in modern parlance. That's all. Don't water it down. Because if you water it down for people, the day somebody will come and tell them the truth, you will lose all of them. Because the truth will always be the truth. You will never be ashamed. In the name of Jesus. I close with this. I'm not afraid that's what I'm just doing today is introduction. Remember the story of the prodigal song? Jesus was saying, let me give you, let, let me just give you the concept of the kingdom. Let me give you an idea of what, is, what it is like in our place, our place, his place and your place. Because he's our brother. He says, it's like a father that had sons and took them. Remember the one that made a very wrong choice? Destroyed everything. <laughs> Reduced to a slave. But you see, he may be in the position of a slave, but he was still a son. Is somebody hearing me? I don't know what the devil is accusing you of tonight. That's where we're going to start from. The devil has been battling you that you are, you, you are finished. What you've done in your life, you are gone. And God is saying, I should tell you, 
the boy was reduced to that. He was, when he sees the pigs eating, like, look at pigs are happy. I'm dying. I may look like a slave, or I may be a slave in this place which does not belong to me, but in the place for which I have been created to be, I'm a king. I'm a son, I'm a king. Hey, I will arise. Somebody's arising tonight. Enough of the way you have been thinking all your life. The message, time will not allow me. I will show you in the New Testament how your recovery begins with your thinking. It's in the Bible. I will arise. Next slide, I will go. Not to my boss. Not to my employer. As far as he's concerned, I'm only good enough for a slave. But I will rather go to my father where I am a son. I will tell him, I've sinned against heaven and I've sinned against you. There's no hiding it anymore. Uh, my father, at least I'll be a son in the home. There'll be food. Hi. But what he didn't realize is this, which I've come to tell you. There's yet another celebration for you. There's yet an uncommon favor for you. You may be smelling like pigs, rejected by all. There's yet a kingship for you. You know why? God is your father. Yeah. Settled in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. See, you've got the moment you begin to understand that God is your father. The father of our Lord Jesus Christ is your father. By covenant. I think 50% you have won. I remember when the confederacy of armies surrounded Jehoshaphat. He prayed a prayer. He said, we don't have what it takes to confront them. But our eyes are on you. Today, all we have is the fact that we are your children. You are our father. Every back to the wall today. Let the walls come down in the name of Jesus. And let forces of unusual favor ooze out from behind them. After you said in your word, you said that the righteous surrounded with favor as a shield. I pray, Lord, the favor that only you can give. In whatever situation of failure, of fear, of shame, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I release the favor of God in the name of Jesus. The Bible says you are accepted in the beloved. Every form of rejection, I reverse in the name of Jesus. The Bible says 
<laughs> blessed with, heaven, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Whatever is operating like a curse around you, by the power in the blood of Jesus and in the name that is invested in us, I command it to unwind in the name of Jesus. I say reverse in Jesus' name. Reverse in Jesus' name. I speak the blessings of God in your lives in the name of Jesus. Somebody will still be celebrated again. In the name of Jesus. Somebody will still enjoy and come on favor in the name of Jesus. Somebody will still walk in perfect health. In the name of Jesus. Ah, you will sing again. Oh, ah, ah, ah. you will sing a new song. In the name of Jesus. You are a child of God. Everything fighting against that truth in your life. I command it to cease today in the name of Jesus. Your marriage will be blissful again. Your life will be fruitful in the name of Jesus. I say you will prosper. You will prosper. You will prosper. You will prosper. You have every reason to sing. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere you have been disgraced. I say they will celebrate you. In the name of Jesus. Heaven will celebrate you. In the name of Jesus. God will rejoice over you again. And again. And again. And again. And again. And again. again. In the name of Jesus. You will never stop being a treasure. In the kingdom of God. It is well with you. Go in peace. This month will favor you. In the name of Jesus. I say everything created will honor you this month. In the name of Jesus. The fight you are fighting and you don't know who is fighting you. God will disgrace them. They will surrender to your hands. In the name of Jesus. Because greater is he that is in you. Than he that is in the world. You are a covenant child of God. You are a child of God. God is your father. He keeps covenants. That seeming impossibility. There is no supernatural that is too much for him. This is your year. In the name of Jesus. You will never be ashamed. No one that trusts him shall be put to shame. The expectation of the righteous shall never be cut off. There is a definite end to this of trouble. And we are right there in the name of Jesus. We give God all the glory. Come on, give him praise. 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 Give him praise in the name of Jesus. Give him praise in the name of Jesus. One thing I want you to do in one minute before you go, learn to take charge. Because when you know you are a child, you will reject certain things by yourself. When you know that you are the son of the king, when you know you are a reigning king on earth, we saw a sister sitting there and say, Ah, your majesty, say, Ah, pastor, 
I said, but my Bible tells me that you reign in life as a king. Said, ah, if so, yes. Uh-huh. There are certain things you will learn to reject. So what am I going to say? Take charge of this month. As you walk into this month, as I walk through this month, you walk through it as a covenant child of God. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that you can boldly see what your man do to me. That's the covenant that we keep. So take charge. Say, I take charge of this month. I plead the blood of Jesus over every day in May, June, July, August, September, until the end of the year. Take control through the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Every unfruitful ground around you will yield for you in the name of Jesus. I mean it. I mean they will yield for you. Let me say it again. Everything that has been resisting being fruitful in your life before the end of this year, they will board. They will break out. They will produce. God will be glorified in the name of Jesus. Go in peace in Jesus' name. Shake hands with three, four people. Say, I'm a covenant child of God. I'm a covenant child of God. Of a covenant keeping God. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tywo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.